to the Van Zant Challenge Classroom Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Van Zant. Today's episode is talking about electronic textiles and the benefits of using them in the classroom. Before I begin, please know that you can get all research and teacher resources for electronic textiles on my website. The website link will be below the podcast link on my eTech WordPress post. So what is electronic textiles, you may ask? Electronic textiles, or aka e-textiles, is a growing makerspace activity that is happening in the classroom. E-textiles is when students use soft textiles such as fabric and merge it with electronics. You're combining the physical and digital together. For instance, a student can take fabric and use conductive thread to stitch a circuit pattern to make LEDs light up. This is the starting point of e-textiles. Later on, for students who are beginning to grasp the unlimited potential of e-textiles, you can even have students add microcomputers and program them to control different outputs such as color, sound, and patterns on other pieces of fabric, or even clothing. Now, the benefits of using electronic textiles in your classroom, uh, one of the big things is that this makerspace activity is becoming more affordable. You can buy a spool of 100 yards of conductive thread for about $20 on Amazon and order LEDs and coin batteries for pennies on the dollar from other websites such as Banggoods or Alibaba. Now, when you order from uh, outside the country, it's going to take a couple months, but it's totally worth it with the amount of uh, stuff that you can get Uh, because I guarantee you that a lot of the LEDs will get popped because students are going to learn really quickly that voltage um, and then you know LEDs can only handle so much voltage and they'll pop and they'll stink. It's quite a fun activity to see that happen, but then it starts getting annoying if kids just deliberately start popping all your LEDs. Uh, so watch out for that. Now, um, students uh, can bring in fabric from home uh, or clothing they're interested in merging circuitry with. Um, you know, you have some students that bring in hats uh, or just torn up shirts because they just want to play around and see what comes up with. Um, another fun uh, fabric you can use is felt because you can glue and make little animals or creatures and make their eyes light up like monsters. Now, uh, with this being said, um, you know, electronic textiles allows for the technical domains to be explored by students. Now, it is pretty common for students to not have hands-on learning in current schooling, depending on where you're at. I'll just say that as a broad statement. Electronic textiles allows for the mind of computing and engineering to happen. Now, this being said, bringing in maker activities like e-textiles in the school disrupts the notion of right answers, but it prioritizes students' desires and abilities to invent solutions to custom needs, debugging problems that arise from their own projects and understanding how technology works. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that with one of my students at the end of this podcast. Now, youth gets a chance to engage deeply in creating technologies or begin to understand what makes the technology work how it is put together, and who in, who can and should participate in designs. We tend to have students who work on magical black boxes, computers, to type and research, but they never know how the inner workings of tools that they're actually using. I mean, students are going to school, they're using such advanced uh, pieces of technology, computers, and they do not understand what CPUs are. They do not understand what RAM is uh, or what, you know, LCD screens are and how like the battery works and how the battery keeps a charge. Um, now, working with e-textiles, this gives the students the opportunity to grapple with the messiness of technology and taking things apart, putting them back together and experimenting with the purpose and functions of technology. And I mean, mind you, this is far cheaper than having the students tear apart a computer and putting it back together. Um, you know, mind you, because I don't think your district will be quite happy if they're tearing apart a PC or an Apple computer. Now, another big thing uh, by using e-textiles in the classroom is engagement. 
Now, students want to have ownership over their work. They want to have a voice in what they do. And this gives them the opportunity to be the designer and maker. This style of learning runs contrary to the long-standing educational practices where they want students to learn how to use applications, how to use Microsoft Word, how to use PowerPoint to explain a project. Mind you, we're not creating office workers. We're creating learners. And students need to learn how to make. Now, they don't need to learn how to use applications. That can come later. But we need to move past this. This is not engaging to students because it's not meaningful to them. They don't want to sit in a cubicle. They want to pretend that they're at some nine to five job. They want to get dirty with the messiness of making. Now, allowing the students the opportunity to design something of their own with e-textiles opens the project up to being meaningful to them. When projects are meaningful to students is when the real learning engagement takes place. Now, I'm going to talk about something in particular that uh, makes e-textiles so special, and it's aesthetics. Now, what makes aesthetics so special? E-textiles includes an explicit acknowledgement of aesthetic and technical design. When students design their projects, it takes them deeper into the learning about circuitry, programming, and crafting. It is through this customization and attention to overall process of creating an e-textile project and aesthetics plays a role in learning. Students must develop the skills and technical knowledge necessary to express themselves in any mediums, whether it involves more traditional media or new media. Now, let me tell you a story about a student who was working on her project. She brought in a couple of old Converse sneakers. And, you know, when I threw out the, uh, I'll start here. When I threw out the, um, the activity to the class, I said, okay, you know, I want you to create something that you're, um, that you can use electronic textiles uh, to um, improve your lives. Um, or maybe it could just be something that you're just creative. You know, I just want you to self-explore. But I had one girl that brought in an old pair of sneakers. And I said, why did you bring in the sneakers? You know, is there a reason just just for, you know, because they're old and you just want to, you know, tear into them? She goes, no, Mr. Van Zandt, I'm worried that I'm going to get hit by a car. I'm like, by a car? And she goes, yeah. And I said, you know, I understand your worries because our city is horrible. Like, we, there's a lot of people to get hit. I mean, they get hit on sidewalks and crosswalks. And she was just concerned that when she walks at night that she won't be seen. And so she brought in these shoes because she wanted to use the electronic textiles technology and add it with her shoes so when she walks at night that she'll have something else other than a reflective vest to wear that other people can see her. Now, she sat down and sketched out her design, though she then realized right off the back she needed to know if she needed to create a series or parallel circuit for her shoes. She had no knowledge of uh, electronic um, you know, engineering. So <clears throat> then this prompted her to begin research which circuit was better for her design. She then discovered which one worked, and she sketched out a circuit plan before her stitching. Then, another problem arose. Which LEDs should I choose? I provided a lot of students with many different types of LEDs. Some of these LEDs were, um, you know, needed more voltage than the others. But she also started realizing that when you start um, putting a bunch of different LEDs together, um, you know, some will get brighter than the others. Um, some will be dimmer, depending on which one she chose. Now... <clears throat> Some of them took more energy, some took less, and she needed to, she asked herself the question, do I want my shoes to be as bright as night or bright as day during the night? Um, then I should use the bigger LEDs, but my issue is I'm going to have uh, less battery life. But if I use the smaller LEDs, uh, they might not be seen as well, uh, but my batteries will last much longer. So you can see that she's problem solving and trying to figure out, you know, what is best for her design. Um, <clears throat> 
Then she went ahead with the brighter LED lights uh, because she realized how cheap the batteries were. Now, she spent a few days stitching. One shoe lit up, but the other didn't. She realized that even though the lights on the outside looked great, she also had to pay close attention to the detail on the inside of her shoe. She ended up crossing the conductive threads with each other, which caused a short. After restitching, she was successful. She sat down and I asked her a question, you know, what did you find that was most uh, difficult with this project? And she said, you know, on the outside, the shoes looked awesome, but on the inside, they looked nasty. And I realized that, you know, you also have to be considerate of the design on the inside of the shoes. Sometimes when we make um, clothing and stuff, you know, the stitching could be hid on the inside, um, you know, normal clothing, and it won't bother anyone. But when you do projects like this, the inside of the stitching also has to be just as important as the outside. Now, as you can see, the student not only um, learned how to sew, but she also learned uh, what circuits were, how LEDs and voltages work, problem solving, critically analyzing her design. She crossed the boundaries of different subject areas multiple times before her project was completed. Now, to wrap everything up, eTextiles is a fantastic way in getting kids engaged in the making process. It allows them to merge different medias together to express themselves. Now, this is just the tip of the iceberg on things you can do with electronic textiles. You can take projects further by adding sensors and programming those sensors to activate other outputs on your designs. Though, I'll leave that for another conversation. I would encourage you to check out my website. The website will have valuable research that goes into the more depth about textiles and students' examples. You'll also be able to find links to where you could purchase the materials on the cheap and what to watch out for. My hope is that you will feel inspired to try electronic textiles in the classroom. I thank you for listening in on the Van Zandt Classroom Podcast. Mm -hmm.